Hello, my name is Gareth Lafferty and this is my podcast. Last week we spoke about the Miracle Morning and the Miracle Morning for Evenings more importantly. We started to speak about me putting my business goals onto paper and starting to write them down and get physical copies of my business goals. Augmented reality and virtual reality were spoken about and I talked about how you need to start using the advances in technology to help enhance your business. I also talked about an event that I went to and seeing different perspectives um, around foster care and also speaking to an intern, working on my business plan and respecting people around you. This week I have been pretty busy and I am pretty busy over the next few weeks. So quite a lot of my points are similar similar to each other, but I learned a lot of valuable things this week and that's what I'm going to go through. My name is Gareth Rafferty and this is my podcast, Building from the Bottom. This week, to give you a bit of context, I'm sitting in my girlfriend's family bathroom downstairs as this is the only place that has limited noise. I was going to sit in the garden, I was going to sit in the spare bedroom, however, this is the only place where, well, this is the quietest place. And the football match is on, the final of the World Cup, so there may be some background noise later on in this video and in this podcast. So, today, I'm sitting on literally a bath mat and around me I'm surrounded by cold tiles and I'm not I'm not rich so maybe when I'm older and I've got a bit more money I can sit on a nice chair or something a bit nicer than a floor but I'll make do. This week I've got several different notebooks because I've been working with clients or potential clients and I've been visiting people more so my my mentor and his business and hence I jotted them down in a different notepad to my journal however I have transferred some of the points over to my journal but for me to look into more depth I'll have to look at my other two notepads okay so starting off from my first point it's basically thinking before you speak and I've been told that I don't do this very often. So this is going to be something I need to work on in the upcoming weeks and months to make sure that I don't offend people by what I say and when I'm speaking. Because I don't really want to get on the bad side of anyone because obviously I don't want to be making anyone sad and I don't want to perceive to someone that says inappropriate things 
um, that offend people. And, I, and I'd prefer to be someone that's more respected in that way. So in the future, I'm going to think before I say things that could be taken the wrong way. And not just for my own personal benefit, but also for their benefit too. Okay, so my, my second point is, again, third week in a row, the miracle morning routine. And this has been a question that's been going on in my head for a while. And as I've started to read a book this week, it's slowly started to answer me this question. So speaking about the milk and morning routine, I'm thinking about the routine that everybody does in the morning and how it can affect your day is a topic that has been in my mind for a while. And something that I've been thinking about is that what do you do if you need to get up at 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning, um, more so 3 a.m. in order to travel and meet people, do you still do your full hour or half an hour routine and get up at 2 a.m.? Or do you have a shortened version of this routine that you do for, if you have big events you have to go to during the day and you need to get a really early train or a flight to somewhere? And what I have found out so far from reading a new book called The Morning Routine, I have found out that a number of entrepreneurs, when they travel, they take their things with them. So if they're going to, I don't know, if they live in the UK and they're going to America, for example, they will take their clock with them or all of the things that they need in order to do their morning routine just so that they don't fall out of that routine. And I thought this was really interesting to hear because I didn't think people would have done that due to baggage and the weight, but people do. So that was really interesting to hear. But more specifically in regards to my question about what do they do if they need to get up extremely early on those occasional mornings, do they do the routine? I have still not found an answer. Now, if any of you guys know the answer to this, or you guys are doing the milk and morning routine, and you have to get up sometimes at 3, 3 a.m., it will be really interesting to find out what you guys have to say. Okay, so the next point, which again is still on Monday, is throughout going through primary school, secondary school, sixth form, college, all that sort of stuff, Teachers and parents always tell you to pack your bag or all of the things you need for the next day. And I've always questioned it because personally, I prefer to pack my bag on the day because over that night, things could change. And also, a lot of people prefer to pack their bag on the day so they know that they have got everything. Whereas if you pack the night before and you realise you need something, you'll have to rearrange your whole bag, which means you wasted time the previous day. So, I don't really know. I think it might be down to personal preference, but personally I prefer to pack my bag on the day or morning, even if it is with those 3am starts. And I actually wrote this point down because on Tuesday, 
I went to visit my mentor and this was the night before the Monday night it was and I was thinking do I pack my bag the night before do I get ready the night before or do I just leave it till the morning so yes it did mean I had to rush a bit more in the morning but it also meant I was certain that I had everything that I needed to be productive on that day and to make sure that I was on time and to make sure I was on time I basically packed my bag quickly and gave myself more time in the morning just to make sure that I wasn't late and also to make sure I had all my things. The next point which I put in on Tuesday morning was that I had a bad sleep and that may seem a bit irrelevant but I'm starting to realise as I read and speak to more people, I start to realise that sleep is more important than what I usually perceived it. I used to perceive sleep as we only do it because our brain needs a bit of a rest, but I, I used to want as little sleep as possible because I preferred that time to be more productive. However, I'm starting to learn that having a bit more sleep is better. And it does enhance productivity. Now, Monday night, I had a bad sleep. And this was because I had to be up at 3am. And even though I had set an alarm for free, I couldn't fully trust that that alarm was going to wake me up and that I was going to be awake. And that was because I was really looking forward to that day as well. And I didn't want to let anyone down. So I think that that 3.30am start and needing to be on the train for 5.30, um, that was going through my head and I kept thinking I need to make sure that I wake up on time. Because if I wake up late, it would have fallen off my whole schedule, fallen off my day and I wouldn't have been as productive as I could have been. So I don't know if you guys get that, but I find a lot of the time if... I have to get up early for something in particular then usually I'll go to bed but I won't actually fall asleep or have a good sleep on those nights and that's whether I'm waiting for a meeting that I've got to go to in the morning or if it's a holiday it doesn't change it's both the same I try but it doesn't happen I don't know if you guys are, are the same but that's just me and I mean, it's a good habit to have because it makes sure that I do get up on time. But then I may lack a little on um, productivity due to not having as good a sleep as what I could have had. The next point is now going on to actually meeting my mentor named Sean. Now, the train journey was long, four and a half hours. And then I had delayed trains and all of that, etc, etc. But during this meeting, we spoke about how we can work together to help each other. And that's something that I was wondering about. Because since meeting my mentor, all of it has been, he's been giving me advice and guidance for free. And I've always wondered, what was his return? Because in business, it's all about making sure that you get a return on investment and because he was investing a lot of time into me 
what was his return. So after speaking to him, we're now going to be working in partnership where if he finds a client or if I find a client, I'll pass them on to him to basically get the phone calls and make sure that he basically writes a client brief and all of the formal stuff and then I'm actually delivering the service, doing all of the social media, which makes my life easier um, as I will be, I won't have to do all the formal stuff so it will be less time consuming for me and he gets a financial reward at the end of it. And he also, I suppose, he, he gets that, like, more people know about him. Which is, then has a return on investment. We also spoke about the business mindset. Well, we didn't speak about the business mindset, but as we were speaking about business, the business mindset came into my head. And as we were talking about well, as we were making a deal about how we can help each other, it, for the first time ever, it came into my head, is this going to benefit me and my business in the future? And not just short term, but also long term. And initially, I was like, yes. But then as he started to go into more depth, I started to think, will this benefit me and the business in the future? And... At the moment, I'm still positive, but I had to make sure that I lay down my grounds. And not just about hours working, but also price and communication between us, because I don't want him to get ahead of himself. And also, I want to make sure that this is going to benefit my business, especially as it's really early on. And I know that he might try and take my ideas, or someone might try and take my ideas. Apologies, Sean, if you're listening to this, but it happens. So I also need to make sure I have my guard up. And if any of you are listening to this and are thinking about starting a business, just be weary of the people that help you because you may have heard of stories, but people people may try and act like they're helping you and then steal all your ideas and you won't have the money to be able to cover yourself and you basically most likely won't get anything back. So just be wary and be on your guard. Next point um, is meeting the team. So it was really, really great to meet everyone at Beans on Toss Marketing and it was really great to speak to all of the people that were working there. It was only a small team, about about four people. However, one of the people on holiday, so you could say five people. And then I went and it was great to meet and see what he had built. And this was quite nice and quite inspiring to me because that's something that I'd like to do is build a group of people that are all working for the same cause and all believe in an idea of defeating the the corporate mindset to business. And I found that I found that it was great to speak with the team, to meet every individual and see how they were different. 
and, and not just different in age, but also different in personality and the way that they perceive life and the way that they spoke about what they were doing was great to hear the passion and enthusiasm behind all of the people working there. So that was one great thing that I found about this meeting that I went to. Another point is that we spoke, me and Sean, we went into their meeting room and we spoke about um, expansion plans. So for those of you that didn't know, between now and by now I mean the 15th of July 2018, by December, the last day of December 2018, I would like to have hired one employee. So we were speaking about expansion plans and how I would need to think more on my feet about basically financially how am I going to be able to employ this person and the one main advice that Sean said to me is look at your costings and save a lot of that money. He told me to save about 70% of my money and invest the extra 30% because at the moment I don't really need that money to live off but he that that's the advice he gave to me and he said to look at look at making sure that I can afford two months in advance if that makes sense so making sure that I have the money to be able to employ someone for two months in advance and then he said reserve the cash and work hard and then you will get that new employee um, so he said that apologies my video has just cut out um, so he said that to me which was really quite nice to see and quite nice to hear and then he said then I need to find more work once I've hired this employee and then spend 30% on helping that helping the current clients that I have and keeping those current clients and then spend 70% finding more work just to make sure that the business continues to expand and so that if any clients do decide that I no longer want to work with me I will always have backup and also so that we have enough work for me and the other employee to be doing so I found this really, really interesting and he also advised me of an app called HubSpot. Now this is an online software that you can get and it's completely free for part of it, which I, I thought was particularly good. And you can put all your processes in there and basically as you go through those processes with people, you can drop them into this, into this software to basically make sure that you're doing everything that you need to do in order to basically satisfy that client as much as possible in the way that you want to satisfy them. This is something else that we were talking about is, our, is my process in which I go through with clients to make sure that I don't miss anything out such as an invoice or a receipt for example and to make sure that they are getting all of the information that they need and making sure that all of that is okay for them. 
something else I found out after just being on LinkedIn is that I found out my business's why. And if you are a slightly bigger entrepreneur, or you are running your own SME, you may be thinking, why didn't I know this beforehand? And it's not that I didn't know, but I finally managed to put it into words this week. And I'll briefly explain that to you guys now. So, I want to challenge the business mindset and the more corporate mindset to business. I want to be able to show people that have the corporate mindset that sales the people that believe that sales are to get money into the business and they only have to sell their product or service but i don't believe this is true hence i'm going to challenge i'm going to be challenging this as part of my business there's so many so many corporate figures and big entrepreneurs that are on social media believing that all they need to do is post about their products and services and clients work on running and that their product or service is the main the main thing about their business but actually it's not at all that's completely wrong the main thing about business is the people so social media campaigns they need to be all about the people not about your services and if a person is managing social media in your business, here's a little tip for you. If you're managing the social media for a business, show your face and don't be afraid to show the people in the business. You may have to restrict areas in which you can show people, which is fine. But even if it's as simple as being outside of the building, just taking a quick selfie with your team in the HR department or the comms department, is enough because people like to see the people that are behind a brand and that's something that quite a lot of businesses are lacking and rather than just trying to sell your product sell the people in the business and sell well and build that relationship with the people outside of the business that will be buying or paying for your services and products just something to bear in mind the next point after my after I went slightly off on the tangent is dumbing down the process. So as I mentioned, me and Sean were speaking about HubSpot and this app's really really good. And he definitely recommended it to me as being a really really good app to use. And I finally got my process down on paper, which is amazing. And they have all the little areas that I need in order to be able to handle, handle clients sufficiently. But one of the things that stood out to me, what he said, is that you need to dumb down my... He said I need to dumb down my process as much as possible so that even something as simple as literally offering a phone call to someone... I need to write out a message because if someone was going to read this and was working for me, they need to know exactly what to say. So if 
for example, they are messaging someone to basically say hello. They need a script to copy from. Now, I'm not really one for scripts. A lot of the time, if I'm public speaking, for example, I will do a lot of it either off bullet points or unscripted because if something flows and is natural, you're more likely to show the audience your real self and to basically portray yourself in a more believable and truthful way. So, in regards to dumbing it down, maybe instead of dumbing it down, training the people in improvisation would be a better time to spend on your time on. Yeah, a better, better thing to spend time on. So that pointed out to me, and something that this made me think is that even though you may have a mentor and they may it may seem amazing that they're giving you all of this advice, also make sure that you have your own mind. So yes, it was my mentor that told me about dumbing it down, but I don't believe that this is the right thing to do. And... I will hire people and they may get confused, but I would prefer for them to personalise it to themselves rather than for me to give them a script. And if they don't feel comfortable to do that, then I will prefer to teach them how to do that. My next point is starting to grow. This is something that if you haven't started a business and you're thinking about starting a business, when you're thinking about growing your social media platforms, this is something you will start to realise. As you start to grow um, as a person, as you start to grow on social media, um, as your business starts to grow, more and more people will want to speak to you. And whether that's through phone calls, whether that's through emails or messages, whether that's just adding you on social media, more and more people will want to communicate with you. Now, in the past week, I've had a ridiculous amount of people which kind of caught me by surprise, saying that they want to have phone call meetings with me, they love what I'm about. And honestly, I have something like 600 connections on LinkedIn. It's not that much. But I always post something at least once a day, and I do communicate I message every person on LinkedIn pretty much straight away after I add them when they add me um, and I try and be as active as possible on LinkedIn and Twitter but more so LinkedIn because people communicate more on LinkedIn and people love the fact that I'm communicating with them commenting on posts messaging them first and starting conversations and people love that and I think this is why people are starting to message me and ask me for phone calls because I've told them what I'm about but I make the conversations all about them and people love that so hearing about them allows me to ask more questions and find out more about the people that I'm connecting with and believe it or not it's quite ironic LinkedIn calls it connections and after messaging these people and talking to these people I do actually connect more on a level so that's quite ironic that it's called connections um, however it's, it is great that people 
are starting to want to communicate with me. But it's also really weird. So this is something I probably shouldn't share, but I will. When I was younger, I wasn't the type of young person that would go on social media and post loads of photos and be really active. I was one that would watch everybody else be active and just sit in the background. I'd still message people and the occasional family photo um, with a friend going for a meal or whatever would go out. However, I wasn't one for posting and then now I post every day so life's changed quite a lot since I was in secondary school and I've grown as a person and that's quite amazing to see that after posting about myself and just documenting the journey people are really really interested and want to jump on board and all of you will experience that at some point. The next thing is more of a question, more of a question to you. Now, this is my final main point, and then I have a bit of news to back to you guys. But this is a big question that several people have mentioned to me about my podcast. Now, I've had some pretty good feedback. People love the podcast. And I hope all of you that are listening, if you are listening, I hope you are enjoying this. Feedback is amazing. I have been asked if, basically, if I had a meeting with a current entrepreneur or a current person that is working on business, whether I could, apologies for the background noise, yeah, so um, a meeting with current entrepreneurs to see whether I could have them on this podcast. Now, that's really interesting because I have thought about it before people message me. However, I don't know whether it would hinder the, the personality behind this and my personality behind my document of my journey. I wouldn't be doing it every week. I would maybe do it every, maybe once a month. So it would be, it would kind of be a monthly special. So once every four weeks. It will be really interesting to see what you guys think about whether you think this will be a value to you or whether you don't like the idea and you think you should keep it how it is. Please, if you can, comment with this podcast or message me on Twitter or LinkedIn. I'd really love to hear what you guys have to say because I'm genuinely interested in whether this will be a value to you. I could see why it would be you'll get a current person in the business answering questions that I have, that you guys might have, but then also I'm telling you my journey, so that's completely up to you. Please drop me a message. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And yeah, okay, so finally, something that has just come about over the past two days literally it's sunday right now um came about yesterday and friday me and my girlfriend were speaking and we decided we're going to go on holiday and the reason this came about is because next year i'm going to be in madrid january till about june and we won't see each other as much and 
the reason we're wanting to go on holiday is because she hasn't been on a plane in about 10 years so she wants me to be with her and to get used to a plane a little bit more and it started off just flying quite locally within the UK spending a few days away and then coming back and now it has turned into a seven night holiday um, abroad and it's very very soon and I'll tell you when it is in a minute I'll just start by telling you where we're going so we're gonna go and spend time in Tenerife and we got a really good deal it's gonna be all-inclusive we're going to get a water park included in our package and luckily a local a local travel agents managed to do us this deal which is really really nice of them and it just so happens that it is going to be this time next week so the 22nd of July we're heading off on the plane at Birmingham International Airport at about half three, 3.30pm and we're going to get in about 7pm, 7 7.30pm. 7, um, it's a seven hour flight, no it's, a, it's not a seven hour flight, it's a four hour flight and yeah so in regards to the podcast I think I will probably do one either Saturday, so the day before, which will be the 21st, and I'll, and then in regard to when I get back, because I'm not going to get back until 1am, 2am Monday morning, I'm not too sure what I'm going to be doing in regards to that, and because I'm not sure whether I'll have the time on the Sunday to film whilst I'm away. However, if you're listening to this and you don't have me on social media, add me on either LinkedIn or Twitter. LinkedIn, it's Gareth Rafferty, spelled G-A-R-E-T-H space R-A-F-F-E-R-T-Y. And if it's on Twitter, add me, it's at Gareth G. Rafferty spelled the same however it's got a g in the middle um and yeah if you keep an eye on that i'll keep you posted throughout the week to tell you when i'm going to be doing my podcast because the next week is going to be hectic i'm going to edinburgh for a day with the university of derby and i'm traveling around a lot so i've got three flights next week so it's going to be a bit hectic, but I'll keep you guys posted on all of the journey. Add me on social media to follow me on the journey. I'd love to hear your comments about adding somebody else to this podcast for once a month and getting their insights. Please comment below. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I'm Gareth Rafty. This is Building from the Bottom. Have an amazing week and I'll speak to you all soon.